Welcome to Live with Domery Podcast here at Domery Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes and amazing stories from around the world. Today, I am honored to say we have the beautiful Lizette Galaza, who will be talking with us about her journey living with multiple sclerosis. And she is living her full life's journey to the extremes. Stay tuned to listen to this fabulous guest of mine, Lizette. And she will leave you inspired and wanting to get out there and do exactly what she is doing today, living a positive life with multiple sclerosis. Stay tuned. We are live on Spotify and Apple now. I am so excited to have you here and I'm so impressed with so much of what you've done. But before I give everything away and all the beautiful secrets of what you do in life, let's first say welcome my sister warrior for life you are a true inspiration to the warrior multiple sclerosis family you were diagnosed with ms in 2013. prior to that tell me a little bit about what your life was like what you felt like being diagnosed and how you handle your life today as we go through this interview okay so i was diagnosed in 2013. i was a freshman in college and when I moved to Denver, Colorado, um, I already knew something was wrong with me, but I had every little excuse of thinking it was stress from school, maybe being homesick and I was on my feet because I was studying to be a chef. And so my vision finally went dark and I went to the ER, mm-hmm. my eyes were hurting and I found out after several MRIs, uh, my doctor wanted to take a spinal tap and he just told me um, if I had my family with me or anyone with me and basically said I had MS, which it made sense to me because before that um, I was trying to find answers and I completely gave up because I couldn't find something and I thought everything was just in my head or I had an excuse for it. Mm-hmm. And basically that's what happened and now um, I realized that before I knew I was still very ambitious I was still doing so many things to try to accomplish the things I wanted to do mm-hmm. I, I had to like take that seed of you're sick and you're not going to be able to do the things you want to do out of my head and tell myself I, are, I was already sick they told me I've been sick for years Therefore, I can still continue doing the things I want to do and accomplish. I love what you just said. Before they gave you your diagnosis, you knew you were sick, but you were still living the life you wanted. And when they gave you your diagnosis, you were like, but I can still live. That is the most powerful thing ever as a multiple sclerosis warrior. Thank you for sharing that key word. I was still living with now the diagnosis, I'm going to continue to live, which is incredible. And let's please tell everybody what um, happened to you yesterday. So they all know how determined you are and that our podcast was not put on hold. So let's tell everyone how adventurous you really are and what happened. So currently I'm training for an Ironman, which is going to be in November, and I was hanging out with a friend, and we decided to go on this cliff, and on the top of the cliff, there's a waterfall, and there's like rocks on top of this crackle, and it completely fell. We had a rock fall, and 
nothing happened to us, but technically I'm still waiting for results because it looks like I broke my leg. And I was in clinic and it did devastate me for a second, but it made me realize how much I want to make the things I want to do happen. Because no matter what happens in life, uh, a lot of things are out of our control. The things that we could control is in our ability to do the things. So instead of seeing that as something that's going to set me back mm -hmm. or I can't do it anymore or hearing you know, people say, well, now you have to rest or I guess you're not going to do it. I was very, people would say stubborn, um, but no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accomplish what I'm going to do because you will heal. It will get better. And I wanted to focus on that. And I didn't lose my life. It was scary. Um, I could have died from the rock fall. But luckily, I only had a rock fall on my leg. And hopefully, it's good news. And it's just a minor injury. But if it's something else, like a broken leg, then I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing and figure out a solution. Because everything has a solution, whether it's hard or not. I, you're the true spirit of a warrior. You literally had rocks falling on you yesterday on your adventure, and you're sitting here in pain with a possible broken leg, and you're still talking about, well, whatever, I'll, it'll get fixed, and I'm going to still continue to do what I want to do. And that is the definition of a warrior. You just don't give up, and you are living proof. It's incredible. I, you just keep going because we need more of you to be able to be seen and heard from about how you adventure into your life and how you never give up. So, you know, oh I hope it's not broken, but I know if it is broken, you're going to get a cast on it. Everyone's going to be signing it. You're going to draw stuff on it and you're going to still be hiking. I guarantee you. Yeah. There's always, there, there's going to be a solution and it's going to heal, but it's all mindset. If you put those words in your head that you're not going to be able to do something, you won't. But if you tell yourself, I will heal and I will get through this, then you will. And it's going to be okay. It happened and some things are going to be uh, doable for us. So, And I love that you said mindset because I use that a lot. It is truly the power of the mind and how we look at life and how we inhale it and how we exhale it and moving forward if you're constantly in a mode of this isn't fair i can't do this why me you're never going to go anywhere in life people let me just say it one more time if you have these negative words in your life i can't do it why me how it's not fair you will not succeed. Those doors will not open. You have right in front of you a warrior that was diagnosed in 2013 and basically told, you have multiple sclerosis, you can't do anything. She looked at the doctors and said, I've been living with it, like you said, and still living my life. And now she's here today to tell her, talk more about us with the positive mindset of, I'm going to continue to keep moving forward. So... Lizette, you're just seriously, you are you're not just Iron Man MS warrior. You are Wonder Woman Iron Man MS warrior, biker, hiker, runner. I mean, incredible. And with that being said, 
when did you start doing the go the GoFundMe Iron Man run? And how did you come up with wanting to run, bike, and hike and do all these adventurous things, knowing that you could lose your eyesight any given moment, your legs can give out you any given moment. You are a true heart of a warrior, of a lion that lives with inside you. So tell me more about that. I've always had the passion for these things. Um, it was just holding myself back from it and thinking, I don't believe in myself. Um, I already know what it's like to give up. I already know what it's like to be hiding and to put this mask about like, I'm okay. And it's okay not to be okay and still do the things you love mm -hmm. and still have that passion and still dedicate your time to do the things and to improve. When I was told that I couldn't and I kept telling myself I could, I was using myself as an inspiration and then the Instagram that I just opened was actually inspired by my cousin um, because I wanted to show her that there's a community out there for her that is inspiring and that life still goes on. So I decided to use that as my inspiration. And so one day I was running and I found out that she got diagnosed and I decided to dedicate my half marathon to her. And, um, I kind of cried before I started training because I couldn't feel my legs. And when I run, when I do anything that's going to heat my body up, that's going to stress me, that's going to put me in a, a stressful emotional state, mm -hmm. I don't feel good. And it's hard to explain. So when I run, I don't feel my legs. I can't see through my right eye all the time. Everything is unbalanced. I get pins and needles and sometimes I do fall. Uh, but the thing is, in general, when you fall, whether it's physically or mentally, you get back up and you keep trying and you keep doing it. Um, I do it because it's something I want to do. It's not a why. And this community made me happier in a sense. Yeah. I was already happy, mm -hmm. but it became a family and they became more of a mentors to me. And I truly believe that we're made of different people that make us us and that's why I'm doing that it's beautiful and I'm sorry to hear about your cousin but I also um, have a cousin Nick who passed away two years after being diagnosed completely paralyzed and his life was taken at 21 years old so both of my books were dedicated to Nick I know how you feel I also have two other cousins who I grew up with that I'm very, very close with, and I talk about them in both of my books and my young stories of life, and um, Lisa and Stacy Damboys, and they both have multiple sclerosis, so I know how you feel. It's hard when our loved ones, and then my son, my oldest son, Robbie, was diagnosed two years ago with multiple sclerosis, and you just want to keep giving back and find a way to show them not to give up on life and that's what you're doing and that coming up with iron man and doing the running when you know you're in pain and you're going to suffer is once again a true warrior spirit that lives and resides within you and the beauty of your heart and the passion that you don't want to give up and you keep moving and starting the instagram for your cousin in honor of her 
how does she feel? How did how does she look at her life now and see that your life and everything you're doing? I think she is doing a lot better. Um, with COVID, uh, I've told her that there's different ways of like getting in contact, mm -hmm. um, but it's difficult. We don't always know. Like I think you can relate to this. You have MS. You can't always explain what you're feeling. Right. Tell a person that they're doing fine. But as we know, and now you understand, your son could say, I'm good. But you know in your heart that something's going on during that moment. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult to gauge how the person actually feels. Because they could be good emotionally, but like health-wise, something could be happening. Yes. But I now she's persevering. Uh, she like made her own little business. She's making earrings and she's living her life. And I think she is embracing it a lot better. Good. Um, but it's difficult. Like you could relate to knowing that someone in your family has it is hard because you don't want someone to have what you have. You don't want anyone to have what you have because it's difficult and you just never know what's going to happen minute by minute, not even day by day. It is so true. I'm glad that you said that as well. Minute by minute. Mm -hmm. Any part of our bodies can shut down like that. And we have no control. But we do have control over that positive mindset. And acknowledging what's happening at the moment. Realizing it. And retraining the brain to focus on something else other than that attack that's flared. And when you start to realize that I can retrain my brain living with MS, there we go, living with MS, and you have to rewire the routes of where you're going. It's like looking at a map instead of listening to what we call our GPS in our cars now. It's like remapping your life and moving forward living with multiple sclerosis. So I love that she has you and you have her. And we all have each other in this incredible family, right? I mean, we're all over the world and we all love each other 100% and understand everything that goes on. Mm -hmm. We're each other's cheerleaders. We are each other's cheerleaders and we just keep rooting and moving forward. And it's just... I've never seen a stronger community than the multiple sclerosis brothers and sisters. They're inspired. They're, they're, they're incredible. And we're all in our own journey. And it's very difficult, but we still overcome it. Like, it's just amazing. It's mind-blowing to me to see everyone do what they do and with love. And that's the key is finding something that's going to move you, you know, and finding mm -hmm. your solution, most importantly, because like I want to be that voice for that person that you know now you have your answer that you've been looking for mm -hmm. now your solution now find your pathway and focus on something that's going to move you exactly. and that's what the community I've seen does and it's incredible it's inspiring it, it's truly inspiring and even when you're at your complete worst and you think there is no comeback there's proven stories of comebacks. And when you know a warrior is really struggling, I always reach out, especially when I don't see them on the feed. And when I used to see them regularly, um, one of my dear warriors, I sent a, a message yesterday, the other day, 
and said, I haven't seen you. Are you okay? Is everything going on? What can I do to help? And I'm sure there are other people out there in the world that have communities that do check up on each other, but we really do. We really do. Yes, we know what something's up. We know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So when someone comes to you and says, oh, my God, you're incredible. You're doing all these amazing things, and they look at your Instagram, and you basically say, yes, I live with multiple sclerosis, but it is not going to control me. And they're like, how do you do it? And this is a person living with MS that has not found that pathway yet. How are you going to guide them through those steps? If I could be completely honest, I struggled like at the beginning of my diagnosis. I couldn't walk. I couldn't stare at a point. Um, and I, my ex at the time uh, changed me. He showered me at one point. I struggled. I was down. And when I say like I was giving up, I was giving up. Um, I still wanted to do the things. I was still focusing. It's, it's finding your thing that's going to move you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's not easy, but if I could have met someone or been able to tell my younger self that it's going to be okay, it is, it's going to be fine. Um, it's finding how I said, finding your solutions because you are your own problem and you could be your biggest bully. You could be your bestest friend and it's finding what works for you and finding the doctor that's going to work for you. Exactly. that's going to work for you you know you can't look at a person even like looking at social media I'm now embraced I'm finally embracing I have MS I used to like not embrace it and put this mask and pretend I was fine even though I did not feel fine and it's fine not to be okay and still do that stuff Mm -hmm. so about finding your pathway and not comparing like well she's running and I'm not it's you're doing your own thing and mm-hmm. that's incredible itself that's what's going to move you and that you have your own pathway and that's what i want to, to inspire not only to move because moving is very important exercise and ms at least for me in my opinion is crucial if you don't move at least if i don't move in a day i feel like i backpedaled a million miles i start from zero all over again i can't do the push-ups anymore i can't do the things i used to i need to stay consistent but if i overdo it which i am with the iron man i feel like a train hit me I yeah tired. yeah and you just have to find that balance and you have to find something that's gonna make you you a better you exactly mm-hmm. i love that you said that because when we do train hard and we overextend what our capabilities are because of the disease that's controlling those parts of our body and the myelin sheath that's destroyed because of multiple sclerosis, we want to keep moving forward because we want to get stronger, but then it may be down and out for the next day and then feeling the pain of the workout a day later, which is completely different from the pain we live in every day they are not the same pain and that took me two years after diagnosis to learn the difference between ms pain and fatigue pain from training Mm -hmm. and you you are correct with saying that and yeah and it's hard to describe it to someone that doesn't understand Mm -hmm. 
So how would you describe your disease to a complete stranger that has never heard of the name, word or the disease multiple sclerosis? Okay, so I do uh, like to explain it in a sense where multiple sclerosis means multiple symptoms, which is totally completely different for each individual mm-hmm. and multiple scars is what it represents and you have scars in your brain and your spinal cord. Yes. I also have you seen uh, earphones as, a, well, I actually have, I use them as a, an example. We have a nervous system and I tell them our nerves are covered in this plastic and it's myelin, right? And when we have earphones, if we have really cheap ones, we have to hold them in a certain direction because it doesn't get the right signal into it. I love that. Yeah, our plastic is just like tearing itself down. We don't have the same energy a person has. We can't just take coffee or a pre-workout or an ibuprofen or any type of medication just to feel better. Mm-hmm. We don't. And it's called spoonies. And I used to be a baker and a chef, and I like saying the pie theory. I changed it because spoons to them doesn't make sense. Like you have 12 spoons a day and you have unlimited. So I tell them, you're a whole buffet. You know, you could just go to sleep, digest, go to the restroom, and you feel better and keep on eating. We're just like one pie. That's all we have, one pie. And if we finish it all and we're still hungry, we're going to use tomorrow's pie. And then we're not going to have enough food eventually, and we crash. We completely crash. And we have those symptoms. And sometimes our symptoms are dormant. They're asleep, and we don't have them. For a long time. And then, boom. Hello, how have you been? And you're like, (laughs) you again. Hi, you know? And that's how I explain to them that, depending on where your scar is, is what's going to happen to you. We just don't know when, what's going to happen ever. Exactly. It's like a surprise box, you know? And that's just MS for us. It's, it's living day by day. And I also say that it doesn't define me because nobody, not even the healthiest person, knows what's going to happen to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And I love your analogy of how you would explain the disease to somebody that doesn't understand it from a whole pie and they can keep going, keep going, keep going. But our pie is just one pie for the day. And whatever we finish or expel of that pie, if we try to move it even harder than we're doing and our body's already reacting, you got to learn to say, okay, I've done this much today. I need to rest mm-hmm. and I need to listen what is going on. Um, I know that when I lose my speech or my hand, mine is mostly right side. The left side is also affected. Um, but when it does occur, my face will literally like drop like I'm having a stroke. My speech gets impaired. It feels like someone's choking me. I feel like there's a massive bear behind me crushing my ribcage. And then my leg lets go on me. I mean, I've fallen so many times. I can't count. If it, if I should put a video together of all the black and blues I've ever had in my life. Because I want to keep living. And I don't want to let the disease take over. And I love that fact that you acknowledged it with the pie. It's such a simple analogy to really make someone not under that doesn't understand the disease that has never heard of the disease 
understand it in a professional way of simplicity. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. Absolutely perfect. But I do know that when this side is acting up, I actually take my left hand or my left leg and I start focusing on doing something with the left side of my body. And then the symptom backs off because now the brain is like, wait, whoa, what? hold on. What is she doing? What? Wait, we're trying to shut that down. And now she's trying to make us think about the left side of her body. Well, oh, okay. Let's go focus over there. And then it actually tricks my white blood cells from meeting the myelin sheaf and making it worse. And these are things that we all learn as warriors from each other that are not in the textbooks, that are not in the guides that after you're diagnosed. And that's what makes us family. We help and share. Mm-hmm. So, and it that way, and it's incredible. It but truly it, is. Truly. So... On your Instagram, everybody, you've got to go follow her. She is just incredible. Her Instagram is Iron. Uh, hold on. All right. Let, oh, can you please tell them? <laughs> My brain is a little slow uh, at the moment. But it's ms.ironman. I played with the words a little bit. Um, so it's based on my Ironman journey and I actually eventually want to do like ultra marathons and do more Ironmans, but mainly focus on awareness and the possibilities that we have in our lives. Yeah. And it's incredible. There's a picture of the mountains with snow on it. She's out there climbing those mountains. (laughs) It's just, you're incredible. You, uh, you're, you're running, you're you know, hiking these mountains. You're jumping. I watched you jump off of a cliff on your story one day. (laughs) You're going into these lakes that are ice cold to do the polar bear plunge. Oh, my God. I mean, you are, like, going against the defiance of multiple sclerosis every single day. So tell me what that feels like when you are, like, I, I feel you, MS. I know you're in my brain and in my spinal cord, but... Today, I'm going to challenge you. Tell me how that feels. Do you talk to yourself your MS? I do. I I talk to my MS all the time. Like, screw you. I'm getting this done. (laughs) Basically what I do. I I feel it, and I'm like, I have plans today, and this is what we're going to do. Actually, the polar plunge is more of a mental thing that I'm doing. It just shows how we overthink things. And we like stiff, we get stiff, we get scared and we don't want to do it. And I go inside that cold water to show myself that you could breathe through it, that it's going to suck, but you're going to embrace the suck. You're going to embrace the suck and make it happen because it's only momentarily. And you're just going to make it happen. You're going to breathe through it and you go through this meditative state where you do feel everything you're feeling, but you're just feeling it and it's happening. Yeah. you realize overthink because some of the things unfortunately we cause to ourselves that's the thing with ms if we overstress about it we're causing that to ourselves we're causing a lot worse than we actually will be no matter what we do if we stay in bed and i think you know this if we stay in bed and rest we're still gonna feel the same symptom Mm -hmm. get up and do the stuff that we need to do and it is a struggle yes but worth it and we feel a lot better and even if it's the smallest accomplishment it's something you accomplished something that day yeah yeah so it's basically saying yes screw you 
And we're <laughs> like it or not, and we'll talk later. I'll let you race later. I am very aware because when I ran my marathon, I was slurring my words. I could not say two words without sounding drunk. I could not walk anymore for two days. And I was talking to my body. I know that I caused this to myself, but I did the thing I wanted to do. And I'm going to let you rest, but we're going to walk in a couple of days. You're not going to stay like this because you mm -hmm. have the ability to do it because I've seen you do it. So I talked to myself mm -hmm. and I made sure that I do what I need to do to get where I need to get, no matter how hard it is. Mm -hmm. Perfectly said. And I believe that every MS warrior out there does the same thing. It is a balance of the mind and the spirit of the heart and the soul that runs deep within all of us in the world. And when you focus on talking to yourself and the positive aspect of determination and moving forward, mm -hmm. the doors are just like, just like welcoming you in. Like, come on, I, I'll embrace you. I will help you get through that journey. And when you think positively every single day, and granted, there are days that I do not think positively because it's beating the shit out of me mentally and physically that you cannot see. And then, yeah, I have a breakdown. But then it's like, okay, you had your moment. Get up, walk to that mirror and say, Dom Marie. And sometimes I talk to myself, not even in the mirror, but the mirror seems to work better for me. Yes. Dom Marie, you can do this. This is just one more step in front of you. Continue to move forward. I love you. Those words to me for who I am, I love you for who you are is literally sprinkling magic of making MS disappear. MS likes negativity. Mm -hmm. MS likes sorrow. MS likes making you miserable and expressing your miserability of life. MS does not like serotonin. It does not like positivity. It does not like bright light. It does not like love and joy. And those are the key things that people need to learn being diagnosed with MS, have been living with MS. It's all about how we retrain and speak to ourselves. We could beat ourselves up every single day of our life, but our life will continue to go downhill and we will end up permanently in that wheelchair. And then unfortunately we will pass away from the disease. Yeah. But most of us today in our warrior family group that we all have and we're all connected to all know this. And we know we need that serotonin, that positivity. And you are living proof. Just make it make Emma, unfortunately, your friend instead of your enemy. Exactly. Sometimes you're going to fight with it and you're going to struggle through it. And we're human. We're human. We're going to cry. And we, unfortunately, will say, why me? But why not me? We're strong enough. Mm -hmm. my, mom, my mom always used to say to me, God only gives you what you can handle. And at one point, after so many difficult things that happened in my life, I'm like, he really must think I'm strong because this shit sucks. And she goes, you acknowledged it. Now move forward. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. Yeah, you have an answer. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. And on days that you struggle, go ahead and cry. 
go ahead, do what you need to do. But after that, get out of that. Because if you continue being in that little shell, in that little cocoon, you're not, you're not going to grow. No. You're going to stay where you are or you're going to get worse. But if you tell those words so powerful or hearing someone else tell you're not going to walk, you're not going to see, you're not going to do this, those words poison you. They do. They poison you. So what you're going to do is tell yourself, I am. And I will because you know yourself more than anyone else in the world. Yes. No doctor in the world, no friend, no family member is going to know you the way you know yourself and is going to believe in yourself the way you believe in yourself. So, so no true. Matter, yeah. No matter how many times you hear you can't, you have to ignore that and do it. And you can and just acknowledge that you have it. But keep moving forward and do what you need to do. Yes, exactly, 100%. And guys, this isn't just about multiple sclerosis. Yes, we are on the subject of that today. We are both living proof that you, we live with the disease that is eating our brain every day, little by little. And once that is completely gone and the myelin sheath is gone and there's a hole, that hole will never be repaired again. But you can retrain the brain and open up other aspects of the brain to focus on the positivity, to focus on your strengths and where you need to continue to go. That is the key thing you need to learn first. Then be the best CEO of you, your body, mind, soul, spirit, feet, hands, everything. If you don't take care of you as the best CEO of your business, and the best advocate of your health, you will not go anywhere whether you are sick or the healthiest person I've ever met. So it's all about the mindset of who you are and where are you going to go. I don't like it when people say, you can't do that. I'm like, watch me. That is a challenge for me. Every day. It ignites you and you, you make it happen. And what's really beautiful, and I'm just going to use you as an example because you're a beautiful person, okay? Oh, thank you. Out your MS, maybe you could have done other things, but you became this person, this version of yourself that is absolutely incredible, inspiring, and you touch so many people. So because of the MS, you have your podcast, you wrote the books, you are able to make people believe in themselves, and do amazing things and have that reality and you connect to incredible people and we're able to hear that from others of what the possibilities are or what options we actually have mm-hmm. because more than one solution and not the same solution that work for us thank you for saying that because the same solution that works for you will not work for me the same diet that works for you may not work for me because it's some most of us are also diagnosed with other autoimmune diseases on top of MS. And yes. and that's a major trigger. I did not for two years I suffered. Now I had no I have colitis. Well now mm-hmm. my entire food pattern has changed. I am all, you know, my protein, my Prevenex protein shakes twice a day. And then I have a full healthy meal at the end of the day. Prior to two years ago, I was eating six meals a day and training six days a week and had the best body of my life. Mm -hmm. 
And well, now there's another project of my story, right? Another little pest that I got to deal with. And I just, once I got the name, you got to just keep rolling. Yes. And it's unfortunate because like, I feel that I have other autoimmune diseases now because you have one autoimmune disease. And I think, you know, like we don't have vitamin D all the time. I am mm-hmm. already diagnosed with vitamin D deficiency, which means our immune system is a lot lower, which means we could get more things mm-hmm. that have is going on, chronic fatigue syndrome. And it's hard to face that. It's hard to, to do that and have another load, but it's not impossible. You just have to like learn and do it all over again and yeah. find your find your beat and march in your own beat of your own drum because things keep happening and you have to like learn how to just juggle it. And it, it's hard to face it, but it's out of our control because our immune system is just low. Yeah. And when we take our treatments, some do, some don't, and some just like you said, some treatments work for other people and some not for others. And we have to continue testing the waters to figure out what works for us and face another challenge. Exactly. And that's when the you being your best CEO of your body and your best advocate of your life comes into play because nobody else is going to determine if that's working for you. You may tell your doctor these are the symptoms, but unless you say, I'm not taking that drug anymore, or I need to just get clean and get this all out of me and start from scratch and start holistically, which is what happened to me. The drugs were killing me. I was highly allergic to them and I tried to take my life because of me being in that one percentile of all of these things can go wrong with you. Well, guess what they did? But guess what? My journey was not over. Because of my iPhone, and I shared this with you this morning, and I've shared this story a lot, I left a goodbye message on my iPhone, crying that I had taken everything that I knew was aller- I was allergic to because I could not move one more step further without another answer for over 20-something years. I took it all. I said goodbye. I told my children and my husband I loved them. The magic of an iPhone, the iPhone with me and my iPad left at home that we are doing this incredible podcast on, it popped up and woke up my husband. He saw the message, panicked, tracked my phone, got them to break down my door in the hotel room and saved my life. And it took four days to get all of those drugs out of me, I started seeing my therapist again. And then I was on a long road of a journey of trying to find out what was wrong with me. Two more years went by. Guess what? I've got colitis. Okay, great. I've got a name now. What is it? What am I going after? I'm, I didn't die for a reason. My journey is not over. And exactly. at that point is when my life became stronger than ever. So... Screw colitis, screw MS, but guess what? You've made me better and stronger than ever before. You might be my kryptonite to spider, not Spider-Man, kryptonite to Superman or whatever it is to superheroes. You are a superhero and every MS warrior in the world is a superhero. In all honesty, and I'm so happy you're here and you're doing what you're doing. I'm happy I'm here too. And I thank God every day that my husband and the ability of an iPhone 
that went through a cloud or whatever phone you have. But please, if you are ever going through what I went through on any of your medications, don't hold it in. Get help and tell your doctor, I am feeling suicidal. I am not feeling right. This is not working for me. Because your doctors will not know unless you speak up and tell them. You've got to be your best advocate. No one else is going to get you there. And that is why my passion moving forward is being live. There is no editing in this conversation, in this interview. We are live. We are alive. And we're sharing our journey. And you are just, once again, a pure inspiration. So I want to talk to you about, um, you also do a fundraiser for MSAA. Yes. Tell us what MSAA is all about. Uh, have you heard about them before? Never. Okay, so this is, this, everyone needs to know this. If you go to their website, when I first got diagnosed, I didn't know who to talk to, right? And social media was not that big during that time. Uh, but they gave me a cooling vest. They give you wheelchairs. They give aids. They could even pay your bill if you don't have enough income. And they have different, like, arts, videos, uh, like how we have, you have a podcast, but they have, like, interviews with doctors. Mm -hmm. And they're, just go to their website. And I, I don't have words to describe how incredible they are. But if you go... They're able to give you like even spoons and forks for people that can't, that tremor. They have like little weights and you just call them and tell them your problem and they send it to you. That's incredible. I'm so glad that you have that on your link because I'm uh -huh. like, what is MSAA? Multiple uh, Sclerosis Association of America. They're incredible. They're amazing. And I still have, I've had that cooling vest for a while and Sometimes when I'm hiking, they give you a towel. They're able to provide things for you. And that's why I want to, like, donate to them because that donation goes back to us. And they, like, I think it was about if you raise $200, that's a wheelchair for someone that can't afford a wheelchair. And they don't ask any questions. They just, like, have you fill it out, and then they give it to you. And I think that's incredible. I really do want... All the organizations based on MS, like MS for MS, is mm -hmm. incredible and have a lot of people stories uh, showing that you could continue moving and doing what you want to do. And I just didn't want to focus on what going to say. There's so many that do so many incredible things for us. One of them, uh, MS for MS, it goes to a research center, and MSAA give, gives us aids, gives us information, gives us everything we need to do. And I know that swimming, they, they're based on swimming too. Swimming is really good for us. Yes, it is. Doing a triathlon. So I wanted to get my swimming once I start swimming on them and find something. And I eventually want to make videos to show exactly how we could get AIDS, how we could get help when we don't know how else to get help. And even if we don't want to, let me describe, uh, reach out to someone who's embarrassed, mm -hmm. we have a stranger or an organization that's going to help us. And that's beautiful. So I'm very passionate about them because at my low moments, they were there for me without even knowing how much of an impact they did and what they do. That's incredible. Um, yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty I am great. reaching out to them today yeah. for sure. So they're, they're really looking good. through your links, I'm like, what is MSAA? Thank you for having that on your link. 
because I have now learned of another organization that I will do everything I can to help and move forward with their journey. We have to share that. We have to like, yes. Like, if you need a cooling vest, because I can't do heat, I'm better at heat. He is just like my kryptonite. Like, I am not the same. Right now, I'm thriving in cold water, but once the heat comes, I'm just a different person. I don't feel struggling. And they are able to provide to me like cooling towels, cooling Mm -hmm. vests. Um, anything that I had needed when I couldn't afford it as a college student, they were able to give it to me. And even at one point when I started making money, they were able to send, like, they sent emails and sent you updates of COVID, of things that can make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing, just in general, that we have organizations such as MSAA to do that for us. It's and incredible. Yeah. I'm just passionate. I'm doing it because you can't keep that to yourself. No, you gotta share it. You could. You need to share it. It's yeah. Not, it's not, like I'm not getting anything from it, but I I'm calling to. them. I need them on my website. So someone yeah. that doesn't know it, like you have it in your links, that uh, when you go into my website, I've teamed up with so many people that have I tr- I truly work with them and use their products and their training and everything. So now I need to say, be a part of my website because all I need is your link and for someone to hit click. That's coming to me to go straight to you. So thank you for that. Amazing. It's beautiful. So um, with all of this, you are just a, a true love of light and spirit. What was the one thing in your life before you knew you had multiple sclerosis that inspired you, your personality, and that made you this go-getter this spunky gorgeous powerful woman that is going to do anything in her path who was the person that inspired you or has it always been within you i believe it's always been within me however i don't think it's one person i think i think i told you before that we're made up of different people we do the things we do because we were inspired by someone else. So it's like we're a little recipe. You know what I mean? I love that. Add little sugar to us. They add a little spice to us and they <laughs> motivate that. So I think it's just one person. And especially nowadays, now that I have this Instagram, it's a community of people. Um, I have this thing where I tell everyone, hey, beautiful, or hello, amazing because everyone has the potential of being amazing or already are amazing, you know? And I see something in them that's beautiful, that is inspiring and that motivates me. So it's not only that it comes within me, it comes from other people that drive me. They drive me just by like looking at someone walk by a trail with a smile on their face, (laughs) like it makes me happy and it makes me me. So I don't think it's just one person that you know, ignited me. I think it's everybody that made that trail for me and made me who I am today, whether it was momentarily or they're still in my life or I'm getting to meet them. I think we're all made up of different mentors and we're just built by them. I don't have anything to say after that. That was such a beautiful, it was beautiful. (laughs) And I love that you called it the spice of life. Everyone gives you a little bit of something you need. 
they do. Everything. It's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. People. Thank you for yeah. sharing that because the world of MS and people watching this story or listening to this podcast will really start to reflect upon their life experience, upon the why aren't they in our life anymore or what did they bring to my life in that meantime. And yes, you miss them, but it was for the moment in time of life of the spice they needed to give you and the spice you needed to give them. Mm -hmm. You need to write a book. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) What? Whether it was a bad experience or not with a person, we needed to meet them and they made us us and that's it. There's nothing that bad that came from it. It's more so of true. like that spice or that sugar that made us us and made us do it because if someone... Or that cayenne pepper that you're like, oh, I can't deal with it anymore. Yes. That tells you you can't do it and talks down to you mm-hmm. and I'm talking to everyone. Mm-hmm. They're making you do it. They're making you relentless. They're making you, you. You don't let that happen. So that person that makes you a little bitter is actually making you a little sweeter. Exactly. Raise them with love and still love them, even if they don't believe in you, even if they tell you you can't do it or that you're never going to get better. They are still your mentors because in some way they pushed you to actually do it and show it that you're still you're doing it yeah yeah that you didn't let them keep you down i love that i absolutely love that you know um i that they're like i i call them energy vampires but in real in real life um they're really like energy bullies they want to keep you down at their level where they're at and they want you to not grow further. But then when you take that realm and you step outside of it and you show that you can keep moving, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh. And then you see them f- a few years later and your life has changed and blossomed and you're still going and they're still stuck. That's when I always say never bend down or look down at somebody in life unless you're willing to pick them up and praise them. Mm-hmm. I've lost many friends in my lifetime. Many relationships that I thought would always be there at a moment's time mm-hmm. that did not understand the disease and didn't understand the force behind me of why I needed to do everything. And I believe you are the same way. Mm-hmm. So at those moments when we come across those people on our path again, that's the day that we pick them up and we mm-hmm. thank them yes. for walking away from us. Mm-hmm. That you gave me a, be- a piece of that pie, a spice of that life. And I hope that you will find me in my journey today to continue to pick you up and move you forward into your journey. And it's yeah. so beautiful how you just... The analogy that you used of food and spice, because that is what life is. We live, we breathe, we eat. We are food and spice. We are. Uh Absolutely beautiful. Speaking of food. Yes. What is your favorite go-to food that you crave after you have pushed your body super hard? That's hard. (laughs) The worst foods ever, because I'm like, man, I could go for some French fries right now, you know, after being mm-hmm. so 
But one thing is, I study food and beverage. I'm all about food. I'm passionate about it. And I want to make healthier versions of stuff eventually mm-hmm. that I really crave. Um, so I can't, I can't pick a certain food. I think my life is like, I just want food all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I call my days treat yourself day. And I treat myself to some sushi and some ice cream, uh, things that like will make me happy because I don't want it to be only based on my treatment. I want to treat myself and like make it a whole day where I treat myself, make myself feel good, not only with food, but like make a spa night or see a movie or something like that. But my favorite food um, now, unfortunately, because I want it to be unhealthy, it's actually nutritiously because food is medicine and I noticed that once I changed my form of eating and gave it my all my body started doing wonders I'm not saying I cured myself I'm not cured I have harsh days but it helps me go a little further mm-hmm. so I like food that's going to make me go a little further than the food that's going to make me feel like crap yeah yeah and I- regret that I ate what I ate even though at that moment I loved it it's going to slow me down. So I love the food that's going to make me feel like a superhero for a second. Yeah. I'm glad that you acknowledged that because, yeah, we we have to stick to a very tight food regimen living with multiple sclerosis because whatever we put in our mouth that goes to our gut, our first brain, then turns it into the soil and the water in the blood of life that feeds everything and feeds our brain well inflammatory foods it's going to flare that up and those are going to go wildfire and we're down and out but there are moments in our life that we just want to be like i want that ice cream but you have to acknowledge if i have it am i ready to pay for it within an hour within a day or over a week time span so it's really being, once again, your best advocate of health and your best CEO of running this business. Is it worth the cost? If you believe it's worth the cost, then go for it. If you know the last time you did it, you were really down and out and, oh my God, you were in pain and it was horrible, then maybe choose a different spice of something on that line of life. So, you know, our dear friend, we all know him, Matthew Embry, is all about food. And he does not do any of the interferon drugs. And he doesn't even take coconut ice cream. That is my go-to. Coconut ice cream. Because it's not ice cream. It's just frozen coconut. But it tastes delicious. It melts in your mouth. Right? And then, you know, and truly my other favorite food, and it's, an, it, it's a protein shake, but I put so much ice in it, it tastes like I'm having a vanilla milkshake, and I crave it, and it's healthy for me. It's all plant-based, and it, it works. But when you're traveling the world, so where did you travel in the world last that you had a meal that was part of that country that you loved and you actually didn't get a reaction oh that's hard that's difficult because when you travel you you want to taste oh that's difficult mm-hmm. um so families from mexico okay um, of mexican food yeah and there's a lot of beans and we're not supposed to be eating beans or legumes it but- causes hurts a lot um i 
actually went pescatarian. Oh, wow. Here. Um, but it's difficult when I grew up with only using like tortillas as my spoon, like uh -huh. bread. And uh, meat, it was always meat. It was, it was, everything's meat. Everything's inflammatory food. Everything's fatty. Everything's mm -hmm. beans. And, mm -hmm. and me going to Mexico all the time, I realized it was not worth it. I didn't know that, like, even some peanuts, like, I have a reaction to peanuts. I'm not allergic, but I, it causes inflammation to my body. And I mm -hmm. feel like vomiting, I feel nauseous. And I love peanuts, but it doesn't make me feel good. And it's not worth the consequence. Right. So it's like you have to choose. Do you really want that peanut or do you want to live with the inflammation that's going to cause a, a soft flare, a medium flare, or a massive flare of multiple sclerosis? It's hard. It's really hard. But do you, I've noticed, go ahead. Yeah, I need to leave my culture for my own health. My own, like, what I grew up with for my own health. Wow. That's a powerful statement. You had to leave your own food culture for your own positive, powerful health. Yeah. Wow. I don't know causing to me when I was a teenager before, like, I knew I had MS. Um, I would be vomiting three to four times a day. Because your body was telling you it was making you sick. Yeah. yeah. It does, it, your body communicates that to you. It doesn't want it. And I didn't understand why... Every time I ate certain foods or like it's called frijoles con chorizo, which is beans with like pig fat, I didn't understand why would we be vomiting, why I would go to school and just like feel heavy, feel really fatigued, feel very nauseous, feel very tired. And then I took that out of my diet and then all of a sudden. You're a Wonder Woman. You're yeah. feeling like I can do anything, right? It's incredible. What we put in our bodies will affect our life longevity. It, it's proven. It's proven. And not every food works for everybody. And that's what the world of anyone in life, whether you are healthy or living with an autoimmune. And autoimmune isn't just multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, lupus, heart disease. Uh, sugar diabetes, the list goes on and on, cancer. These are all autoimmune diseases and they all feed off of sugar. If yes. you're feeding your body sugar forms or here in America, we have more shit that's allowed in our food that is not allowed overseas and their foods. And if you're buying your food in the center of the grocery store, you're going to be sick mm -hmm. with whatever disease you're living with. Mm -hmm. Shop on the perimeter mm -hmm. where all the organic healthy food is or go to your local farmer's market. Mm -hmm. store. It's kind of like going back in time when you had to go to the baker that was baking straight from the field and the chickens that were hatching the eggs at the moment and getting the milk straight from the cow. But unfortunately, we can't have milk. Milk is inflammatory. And it's amazing that it's inflammatory because we feed our babies with milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it causes that reaction to us. And we have to leave the things that we enjoy 
just so we won't feel like this. But I do have cheat days like you. I, oh. I do. I, I, I give myself the allowance of, okay, I want to go out to dinner and I really want to have that meal. I really want that thick ribeye juicy steak with the fat <laughs> and a really good glass of wine. But then I know I'm not going to feel so hot the next day. And it's kind of like, which one do you do? Right? But it's all about balance in life. You can't have 100% of what you want. So balance your life. And you do your life so well with the balance of everything you do in your life, which is inspiring. So you have another photo. I've got to talk about this because this photo is killer. It literally looks like you are in filming a movie. You're in the mountains and you're in this sleek, sleek outfit. And it looks like it's like a spandex running bionicle woman. What were you doing at that moment in that outfit? Were you training? Um, so I just got my wetsuit and wanted to see if uh, we were polar plunging that day, but I wasn't going to like fully polar plunge in it. We were just like trying it on, and I felt like a superhero. I did feel like yeah. It empowers you, uh, but that's actually for my Ironman. It's to train. I do plan to train in high altitudes. So I'm using. I think nature heals, and I'm so happy yes. and blessed to be where I am. Um, just like being in nature, so much better, so much peaceful, and my my symptoms kind of subsided for mm -hmm. some reason. Can't explain it. But I do plan to train here in Yosemite, and there's a lake uh, 10,000 feet above. Um, so I'm in a high altitude train in the spring and the summer, and I have that wetsuit that water's cold. And so my plan is to be swimming in this lake because I don't have the pool or the resources or the gym. So I'm using nature as my actual gym. You know, that's incredible. <laughs> you got to do a massive photo shoot in that wetsuit because... My wetsuit does not look like that. <laughs> and you? Come here, we're going to have to go up in the Sierras, and we'll take care of each other, and I'll take photos of you. Oh, my God, I can't wait. I, I want to, I, I'm, I'm going to do the polar bear plunge with you. I, it's I, like you said, it's only going to take me a four-hour drive up there. I've been wanting to get back into the mountains. I love the mountains. I heal when I'm outside. I heal when I'm at the ocean. I heal when nature is around me. And I believe it's because we are all from the living earth, nature. We are all the product of when we die, we go back into the earth. And then when we're born, we're born back into earth again. We're, we're, we're made and growing within water of our mothers and the uterus. Everything is connected together in the world of life. Mm -hmm. And that's why nature is so healing and so tranquil. And that's why when people go on vacations, they're like, this is amazing. But then you get back to work. But then you forget to remember to remind yourself of everything you learned mm -hmm. while you're working in that busy corporate wife, lifestyle with your partner, your wife, your husband, your children, whatever you're doing. Nature is key. It is. That's why I'm here. I like left. I, I did get my degrees. I did study and I did get, you know, job opportunities in the city, but I realized how much better I felt here. 
I put my health first. And if I could have that opportunity to put my health first and embrace it and feel better, then I'm going to do that. And nature, we're, we're meant to be in nature. Mm-hmm. We feel better in nature. We're, we're our better selves when we're breathing the oxygen we need to breathe instead of being in a city where the pollution is high, the stress is high. Mm-hmm. So I left technically my nine to five job just to be at the moment focusing in nature and healing and finding my rhythm with health. And I don't think I want to change that now that I feel that this is the way I feel better. Yeah. And that is extremely powerful at your age that you realized that instead of taking that corporate role that you studied for that would have paid more, you chose your life over the corporate life of balance of what they call balance of money in your pocket in your bank account you're living a much better life now and i praise you for that because there are not enough young people in the world that are looking at life that way yeah it's not about money and it's not about like the materialistic things if you have all of that and you don't have your health you don't have anything that's so true you need to have your health and you need to love yourself and you need to find what truly moves you before you just work for someone else or do something else for someone else and just stress your life. And if you do have an autoimmune disease, you know that stress is not good for you. Mm-hmm. So you need a thing that's going to make you you and make you feel better and realize that there's more to money. I know money would solve so many solutions right now for me, so many but I'd rather have my health surrounded by this than, than just have a lot of money because- You're very wise. You're yeah. wise, you're beautiful, you're, you're, you, you are the living and breathing energy of what the world needs and what the world needs to understand. So I inspire, I will always be inspired by you. I, I'm asking you today to continue to speak on your stories and go outdoors and share that beauty with us because some of us are locked in the cities and some of us are locked in a situation that unfortunately they can't get out of it right now, but seeing you being able to bring that to them will give them that hope that one day they will be able to get there. Mm-hmm. So just continue to be the inspiring, beautiful you and moving forward in life, Lizette, because you're just a true warrior of heart and, and spirit and love and faith and grace of the earth. You really are. And was- the fact that you're still sitting here and your leg could be broken it's just incredible. Yeah. Oh, like, I was like, how can I do this right now? <laughs> yeah. God bless you. you have to so. be okay. We're going to be dealt with cards all the time. We just need to know how to deal with them and what we're going to do with them because everything's going to be uncertain and we can't always be agonizing on our disease because everything is unknown. If we just dwell on our MS and say, well, we don't know what, when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen, so it's like a rock falling from a mountain. 
I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. But have to really just embrace and live your life instead of just being stuck in the what ifs. Exactly. Don't, don't give up on yourself. Just go for it. Like the worst thing that could happen is one, you feel sick, or two, it didn't happen, but you went for it. And that's like a huge step forward for yourself and for others because when you do that, it's gonna make someone else do that. And that's the most important thing. So true. It's connecting that way. It's... And I see that, I used to just keep it to myself, but I don't see the point in just like staying in that silence if you could share that with someone else. Mm -hmm. Because I will be not successful with it, but maybe that other person will. You are successful with what you're doing. Um, your page inspired me to reach out to you. You are just full of life. And everybody, please follow Lizette at ms.ironman on her Instagram. Reach out to her. Share your stories. Follow her life. Do the polar bear plunge. If you're close to her, call her. And she'll, have, she'll bring you to the lake with her. If you are doing a Ironman run of yourself, um, run together, share your stories, and come back and bring that community of MS love and uh, brothers and sisters together. Because so many of us are doing so many incredible things with MS. But never be ashamed of your life, who you are, where you grew up, None of that matters. You were born in this time and place for a reason, for the spice of life, as you said. Is there anything else you would love to tell our audience before our podcast is done? Oh, you, everyone is incredible, honestly, and thank you for this. Um, just rem a reminder to everyone, you have let that beauty and that amazingness inside of you, and you have to let that shine. And just don't give up on yourself. That's really important is finding your solution and not comparing yourself. Just don't compare yourself, but find your solution and your own steps. And that's most important to me is that to know that you're beautiful no matter where you are, what you have, and that you are amazing. And, and thank you for this. I'm so happy that I finally got to speak with you and I hope I get to meet you in person. I know. Robert, we gotta go to Yosemite. <laughs> no, you, you, not God, you, you will. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are just a pure inspiration of love and light and joy. And I hope that one day COVID is done, no more masks, I'm just saying it. I want my life back, I wanna travel the world and I wanna be able to be in a location that all of us warriors can come together in a massive event of life, support, and love, and that we can all finally hug each other, praise each other, say, you got me up out of bed that day, and just really make multiple sclerosis more than just the word MS or multiple sclerosis and people not understanding it. Blake was on last week, and he said he wants to make MS mainstream. So I promised Blake I would continue to say those words. We are going to make MS mainstream news. And we all need to tell our stories. 
because with our stories being told is how the earth is going to heal and how we are going to continue to move forward in the light and love of each other. Mm -hmm. And I am blessed and honored that you came on to my podcast today and shared your beautiful, inspiring stories. Please let me know your leg is not broken. I'm going to say a prayer, but I do know if it is broken, it's not going to stop you. So you 13 ways to exercise with one leg. There's people that do Ironmans with no legs, so it's all good. It's it's possible. I'll find a a possibility out there. I'm pretty sure there's one. Yes. You are a true gift of light to all of us. Thank you so much for everything, Lizette. And just keep posting those stories because we all need it. And we all need you, and you are our beautiful sister in arms, and I'm proud to call you my multiple sclerosis sister. I feel the same way about you, love. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, follow her on her Instagram with these incredible stories and all of the things that she is doing in overcoming this disease of multiple sclerosis. Follow her on ms.ironman then go into her links and see all of the incredible things that she is connected to msaa i never knew about that till today i am going to reach out to them we can all help inspire each other from what we put out there in the world tell your truth tell your story and inspire every day thank you so much all my love have a great day everybody and come back for more. And if you're not following me yet on Apple and Spotify, please follow me. So when you're in the car, you can listen to incredible stories from all around the world that will leave you inspired and wanting more. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for watching and listening to Live with Domery here at Domery Healthy and Fit. Today's episode was sponsored by Prevenex. Get your healthy, wealthy life moving forward with Prevenex on your side. Have a great one, everyone. And I look forward to seeing you and hearing you on the other side next week.